that's Wednesday at 10.15. That's the time that we allot in order to study the Pirkei Tehillim. This is Shi'urim that are given the Elun Shmat at Sadeket. This is Lili Meddeb, the Abat Virgene, the Alili Bat Virgene, Ruah Hashem Tenichena, the Gana Eden, Amen. Traditionally, we've been going through the chapters Kaseder, more or less. But however, whenever we get to a, uh, a Hag, so we like to try to find the connection between the Shi'ud of the Tehillim to the upcoming Hag. So we're able to fulfill uh, two things at the same time. Limuda Tehillim, Begam, Hachana, Lehag. Well, obviously, we're a few days uh, before Hagapurim, Shi'avu Alin Tovah, Tabshin Pe'alef. Today's Wednesday, already tomorrow night, we'll be reading Megillat uh, Esther. So I thought to study a chapter that's no gay out to Purim. Now, the obvious chapter that we should have done is chapter Chavbet, which is the Mizmor that we read on Purim. Uh, however, that uh, is not the chapter that I chose. I chose to do today chapter 136. So if you open up your books, it's a, it's a famous one. This is the chapter that begins, And the chapter, actually every pasuk gives a praise of God and then says, that your kindness is, is forever. There's actually 26 pesukim in this chapter. Hachamim uh, will tell us, as we'll see, it's Keneged Yishem Yudke Vavke, 26. As a matter of fact, uh, some of the uh, Mepharshim, I think the Shla Kadosh said, that when you read the chapter, you should have Kavanah, the first 10 pesukim is Keneged Shem Yud, and the next five pesukim is Keneged He, and then the last Whatever the six pesukim is connected the vav, and the last five pesukim <coughs> is connected the he. You should mechaben the yud kevavke in the chapter. The chapter is also called halil hagadol, as opposed to halil hamitzri. There's two halils that we have in the Tehillim book. Uh, earlier on, we have the halil hamitzri. That's the halil that we say uh, on uh, the hagim on Chodesh. Uh, that's the Halil that commemorates Mitzrayim. This, however, is called Halil Gadol. Uh, we have to explain why is it called Halil Gadol. Uh, I can explain it based on what we just said, that since there's 26 Pesukim, and that's Shemu HaGadol, that's the God's uh, great name, Yudke Vavke, so therefore the name is Halil Gadol. Now, I just want to say some uh, short before we get into the depth of this chapter. One of the Pesukim would be Pesuk Dalit, for example, where we say, neflaot gedolot lebado. Ki leolam hasto. What does that mean? That God does wonders, great wonders, alone. Lebado. What does it mean, alone? What is the pshat in the Bado? So the Shia Kadosh over here says 
בראשון לא נברח מלאך כשעשען לנפלאות הללו. Which is when God created the heavens and the earth, there was nobody there. There wasn't even angels created yet. So therefore, they Hashem created the world when he was alone. There was nobody, there was nobody there, which means this is a, a remez that God is the first, an Shon. The Hatam Sofer in the famous Derash explained it that when Bil'am stood on the mountain to curse B'nai Yisrael. Well, he knew that he was cursing and Balak knew that he was cursing, but B'nai Yisrael did not know. B'nai Yisrael did not know at all that they were in any sort of danger when Bil'am was cursing them. Now, Kadosh Baruch Hu, of course, stymied the plan of Bil'am and instead came out Ben-Akhot. They didn't know that they were being cursed. They didn't know that they were in uh, a very great danger, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a miracle to save them. So how did they find out about it after? When Moshe Rabbein was giving them the Torah, and he started to teach them Parashat Balak, they said, we never heard this story. What are you talking about? Who's Balaam? Yeah, it was a guy who was on a mountain. He was cursing. You don't know what Hashem did for you. They said, <laughs> So the Hatam Sofis said, a lot of the miracles that happen, only Hashem knows about them. We don't know about them until later on. He's the only one that knows about it, which means we only find out about it till later on. But when the miracle is happening, it's only a Kadosh Baruch Hu. Like it would happen, you know, if God forbid we had stories in Eretz Israel when these terrorists, you know, were planning these uh, attacks against uh, Klai Israel, And then all of a sudden, before it even came out to, to, to fruition, the bomb blew up in the, uh, in the guy's garage and he dies. And we didn't even know that we were in danger. We didn't know that it blew up. Only much later on, we find out Sakana. So therefore, sometimes God does great wonders, but he's alone, which really we have to appreciate the Zora Kadosh on this, um, on this chapter. We have to give uh, a really Hazaku Baruch to Mr. Eli Cohen, Yishmire Wael, and his, uh, his wife, Rina, and the whole family. They printed recently the Matok Midvash uh, Tehilim, which is the Tehilim Apia Zohar. All the different pieces of Zohar. They wrote a, a, a book here that has all the, the pieces explained. It's really a great, uh, a great uh, publication. And it should bring them tremendous uh, I have no doubt it will. Anyway, on this, the Zohar Kadosh says, he says, How many kindnesses does Akadosh Baruch Hu do with Bnei Adam, the people? How many miracles happen to a human being every single day? The only one that knows about it is Akadosh Baruch Hu. And the Zohar gives an example. Banash kam b'tzafra. The guy gets up in the morning. Vechivya atel katlale, and there's a snake that's on the other side of the room, on the other side of the road that's coming after him. Who banash shaver ragle al reshev vekatile, and as the guy's walking, but I don't know it. He stepped on the snake's head and he killed the snake. He doesn't know that he killed the snake. He doesn't know that the snake was supposed to kill him. Velaya dabe. He doesn't know what happened. Bar kuchaberichu bilchodoi. Except for Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's what it means. 
like the Gemara says, that even the uh, the recipient of a miracle is not aware of the miracle that happened. You know, we don't know, we know today from science how many viruses are in the air, God forbid. How many microbes are in the air? When a person breathes, he can be breathing in something else that, that can be dangerous for him. So he doesn't know the miracles that Akadush Baruch Hu does that when he's breathing, all of a sudden that microbe moves to the right or moves to the left, or somehow he bypasses it. Or uh, 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 something else happens where he's actually saved. That's why in the Mudim de Rabbanan, we say every day, We're thanking God for the daily miracles. Guy might think to himself, We're talking about there's no daily miracles. God didn't split the sea first. We didn't have uh, the 10 plagues. No, there's daily miracles that only God is aware of. But we're aware of at least that something's going on behind the scenes. So therefore, we thank Akadosh Baruch Hu for the, um, for the Niflaot Gedolot that are actually. We have to explain it according to the Kabbalistic explanation. There's a Shem that a Kadosh Baruch Hu uses sometimes to do miracles, and that's called the Shem Membet. It's the name of God of 42 letters, which comes from the abbreviation of the letters of Anna Bechowah, the, the seven lines of Anna Bechowah. So the Benish Chai says in his Perush, Gedolot. And how does he do it? Lebado. Lebado is 42. So therefore, he uses the Shem Membet. In order to make uh, make the miracle, so that's <clears throat> that's one uh, famous pasuk. I saw <clears throat> brought down also by the by the Benish High. The Benish High. Well, let's go in order. If you go to the pasuk, pasuk Yud, lemakem mitzrayim bibchorehem ki leolam hasdo. The Rash of here is uh, based on Rashi. Rashi makes a, an observation. Over here, it doesn't say the Makem Mitzrayim Bechorehem. It should say God smote the firstborns. Which the firstborns on Leil Yitziat Mitzrayim, Tedvav, Nisan, they got uh, smitten at the strike of midnight. So it should say the Makem Mitzrayim. And how did God Makem Mitzrayim Bechorehem? But it says bibchorehim. Bibchorehim is the makkah was from the bechorot. Make up your mind. Was the makkah to the bechorot or was the makkah from the bechorot? Bibchorehim is with the bechorot. So Rashi on the place says bechorehim lo neemar ela bibchorehim amdu bechorot vekepehu shokanchel abihem. There was a civil war that broke out between the firstborns and their parents. When they heard the 10th plague from Moshe Rabbeinu, the first ones believed that it was going to happen. There's no reason they shouldn't believe it. The first, after all, the first nine came true. So therefore, their parents were telling them, don't worry. They said, it's easy for you to say, don't worry, you're not a Bechor. We're, we're first ones. we don't want to die. Let the Jews go. And the parents said, no, we're not letting them go. So a civil war broke out between the firstborns and their parents. So the Makkah Mitzrayim bibchorehim. The Makkah Mitzrayim was from the firstborns, not only to the firstborns. And we explained once, that's why if you learn in the Haggadah Shepesah, when they when they say the ten, the ten plagues, they say, Dam, what do they call the last plague? Makat Bechorot. Makat Bechorot, it's the Makkah that the Bechorot gave to the Egyptians. That's why they put the word Makkah before it. Makat Bechorot. It's not only referring to 
that the firstborns died. It's the Makkah of the Bechorot that they killed their, their fathers. So that's Shad the Pasuk, Lemekimetzrayim Bebchorehem. You want to go to Yudgima. Again, I'm just giving you a flavor of some of the classic that I showed that they say on this uh, on this chapter. Legozer Yamsuf Ligzarim. That's important to know. That misunderstanding by many of the people that don't know, that they talk about the splitting of the sea. They think that the sea split in half. A part of their mistake is because they got corrupted by watching the movie the Ten Commandments, and over there, clearly the movie was not based on Hazal, it was based on, uh, you know, the Torah of Hollywood, not the Torah Emet, and as a result, they split the sea in half. Clearly that is uh, not true. David HaMelech says in his Tehrim here, when God split the sea, Ligzarim is plural, it was split into many Gezarim, Many lanes, many roads. Rashi Kadosh again. Shenem Asad Kiraim. There was twelve lanes in Kiryat Yamsuf. Lishnem Asad Shevatim. So each tribe actually got their own lane. Like we say every night in Tefilat Arbit, Hamaabir Banav Ben Gizrei Yamsuf. Gizrei Yamsuf is over here referring to this. Legozer Yamsuf Legzarim. I did see a. Nice derasha in the Tehidim called Kene Hamida. That is uh, written by Hakam Moshe Dwek HaKohen, who was one of the great uh, rabbis in Aram Soba Halav. So recently, one of our members actually gave me the uh, sefer of this Tehidim of this rabbi. And he has on this pasuk, and he says like this, the Jewish people could not go across the Yamsuf until they took Brit Milah a week before. They couldn't eat Kurban Pesach until they took Brit Milah. And therefore, he reads the Pasuk, Legozeri Yamsuf Legzarim, he says, Al Legzarim Ela Legizurim. Gizurim is the ones that got cut. And not only the sea split, the, the sea was cut only because Kala Israel were Gazur, which means they took the Brit Milah a week before. So that would be the derash uh, on that. Good. Let's see what else we have over here. We have over here, if we go later on. All right, let's go to Pasuk Gima. Again, about that, just giving you some classics. Shebeshiflenu zachar lanu. What does that mean? When we were at the lowest point, Shebeshiflenu, at the time of our shiflut, shiflut means we were we were down. When was that? That she says the Mitzrayim. At that point, what happened? Zachar lanu. You remember us, and that's the way uh, the Mefarshim explained it. God remembered us, even though we were downtrodden as slaves. But again, the Moshe Dweka Kohen explains this beautifully, based on the Gemara that says that uh, there's different. Uh, methods, if a person tries to have a boy, sometimes they want to have a boy. So the Gemara says that that if the lady uh, receives the zera first before the man, so then that's a way to bring boys. When a person is having tashmish, he has to control his own uh, ta'ava in order to humble himself 
that his wife should receive the zera first. That if she's mazriya first, so therefore he says shibishiflenu. That when a person humbles himself, that gives the taabat to his wife first, zakhar lanu. Then you have a zakhar, and then you have a baby, a baby boy. So that's a nice, a nice drasha as well. Ki leolam hasdo. Lastly, I will go to pasuchat here. Noten lechem lekod basam. Ki leolam hasdo. And if you remember, we've said this at several several different shiurim, but now just to have it on record for the teilim class. I will tell you that. We know that a Kadosh Baruch Hu, uh, has uh, different Shemot that are connected to Parnasa. Uh, the Gemara actually thought to say in Berachot that we should say this chapter every day because it's similar to Ashre that we have the Pasuk which talks about that God gives us Parnasa. Well, this chapter also has a beautiful pasuk. The Gemara, for whatever reason, decided that Ashrei is better than saying this chapter for whatever reason. But we did point out that one of the holy names of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, that's a key, I would tell you. It's actually a maftayah for Panasa is the Shem Hatach. That's the Shem Het Taf. Which actually is the final letters of the words poteyach et yadecha. Poteyach is a chet, et is a tap, yadecha is a chap. And we have this shem. Whenever you're going to see pesukim that do with panasa, that shem is going to be uh, somewhere, uh, you know, in the uh, in the codes of the letters. Well, no exception here, abotai. Noten lechem lechol basar. If you look at the second letters. Noten is a taf, lechem is a chet, and lechol is a chaf. And then with the second letters, it also spells shem hatach, which is an interesting kabana that you can have when you say this chapter, that for you can mean mechaven to shem hatach, and that's the inyan of the uh, parnasa. Okay, so that is, that is that, that's the basic understanding. Now, you're going to ask me, Hazaku Baruchani. You're going to ask me, Rabbi, what does this have to do with Purim? Why did you choose this chapter with Purim? So I found a wonderful, exceptional derasha in the Sefer called Magid Hadakia of Rabbi Gladstein. Ishmereu Vichayeu is a young but brilliant Tamid Hakam that has very, very sweet uh, derashot. And uh, I have his uh, sefer. <clears throat> Praise to our good friend Yonatan Dagni Ishmerewa'il that makes sure to always get me the rabbi sefarim whenever they uh, whenever they come out. Baruch Hashem, he's able to provide them to me. Uh, anyway, in his talks on Purim, he has a reference to the Gemara that we know already in Masichet Cholin on page Kuflam Mitet. The Gemara over there asks, Haman Torah Minayim. You know, where is Haman's name mentioned in the Torah? Now, I don't know why we need to have Haman's name mentioned in the Torah. His name is mentioned enough times in Megillat Esther. And I, I think what the Gemara is asking is, where in the Torah do we see a, a, a lesson about Haman or the essence of Haman or some sort of 
Limud from Haman. Anyway, the Gemara says he found them all the way back in the book of Bereshit. When the Pasuk says, after Adam and Eve ate from the tree, so God comes to them and says, Hamin Ha'etz. Oh, Hamin. Hamin is the same letters as Haman. Uh, we found him. Where is he? He's in the tree. He's in the tree house. He's hanging on. Now, the simple explanation is that that's what we found him to tell us that already the Torah was telling us from the beginning. Hamin Ha'etz. You know where Haman belongs? On the Ha'etz. That's where he ended up. Haman ended up getting uh, hung on the on the tree. So there's a name is already from the beginning of time of Hamina. It's, and I'm sure there's many other connections between the Chet of Etzadat and Haman. One day, Bezat Hashem will try to explain how uh, what happened in the times of Queen Esther was actually a tikkun to Chet Etzadat, and therefore Haman is Minaet. There must be a, a, a connection. Uh, not, not for today, Nabotai. Now, I have a running joke uh, in our house on Leil Seder. Uh, when we're singing the uh, Dayenu, so we read all the different things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us, you know, from taking us taking out us Mishraim, giving us the Torah, ultimately taking us to Eretz Yisrael, Ubanalan, with Beta Bechira. In the interim of that Dayenu, we say, Ilu Natan Lanu et Haman, Velo Natan Lanu et Shabbat Dayenu. So I stopped there at the Seder every year tonight is Leil Pesach. Why are we mentioning Haman on Pesach? What does Haman got to do with Pesach? And of course, uh, you know, the first year I caught the first year, hey, good question. The second year already, they said that we know this trick. That Haman is not referring to Haman the Rasha. That's referring to the man that fell from the heaven. So we're saying, Ilu Natan Lanu et Haman. That's the Haman, that's the food, the lechem, menashamayim. So I always thought that's a joke. Until, until I see over here a sefer called Lehorot Natan. I have this copy of Lehorot Natan over here. It's in Helek Bet. Uh, on a little paragraph that he has, he has actually a little piece of the Kabanot of the second day of Pesach. What are the kabanot you should have on the second day of Pesach? It's coming up, Rabotai, so now you'll know the kabanot. So he says, Ve'amru hazal. Haman mina Torah minayu. Shne'emar amina'etz. Upirush rashi, shne'etle' ala'etz. Abal be'seperat tishbi. He quotes a sefer called Seperat tishbi. Le'rabi Eliyahu Bachur. This is a rabbi to live in the 1500s. He was known to be a big Tamir Acham. He was a grammarian. And he wrote somebody. So in that sefer called Tishbi, he has a different girsa in that Gemara. He has the girsa, the different text. Haman mina Torah minayin. How do we know Haman? Where is Haman from the Torah? Shunei emar, vayachilecha et Haman. That God fed us the man. So look at this, about that. I wasn't that far off. According to this Gersah, the Gemara actually is making a play on the word Haman, which is the food from the Shamayim, although it's clearly not uh, uh, Haman Narasha, but they say that's where he is. I guess, by the way, if you could say Hamin Ha'etz, which is also not Haman, but it's the same letters, so just like you could say Hamin Ha'etz, you could say 
ויאכילך את המן. ומבואר שדורשים את המן מהמן. זה דורש the man that fell to as if the man of המן. ועל פי זה, he says something beautiful. He says, when the Jewish people came out of Mitzrayim, so we came out with, uh, with the man. No, I'm sorry, we came with the man. We came out with food that we had uh, with us. So the Pasuk says, uh, it's true, when we came into Eretz Israel, exactly. When we came into Eretz Israel in the times of Yeshua ben Nun, we still had some provisions with us from the Midbar. And then they ran out, and then we had to start eating the regular food of Eretz Israel, as it says in the book of Yeshua, Perek Gimel. The Pasuk says, Vayochlu me'avur ha'ares me'machorat ha'pesach. The day after Pesach, second day of Pesach, that's when they started to eat from the, the fruits of the land. Because that's the day that the man stopped coming down to them. They ran out of the man. So they would have to eat from uh, the fruit of Eretz, of Eretz Israel. So says the Rav, we know from the Megillah which day was Haman Rasha killed on. Which day was he hung? He was hung on the second day of Pesach. So therefore, when the Pasuk says, He was destroyed. And therefore, it's not only saying that the man ceased to fall, but the Zerem is, Beautiful. So therefore, he starts to use this derasha that there's a connection between the man that falls and a man arasha. He has a side point. Uh, I'll just point it out to you quickly. According to Rashi, Rashi says that Haman was hung on Ted Zayin Nisan at night. So he says the Chaurat Ted Zayin Nisan at night is Yud Zayin. So therefore, it's not really the second day of Pesach, it's the third day. So he says, no, because by Goyim, the night goes after the day. So therefore, Tetzayin Nisan at night, for them at least, is considered Tetzayin. And therefore, he comes along and he says, from the Magen Avraham, that quotes the Shla in Siman Tafzadi, La'asot biyom sheni shel Pesach, b'su'da, zechel l'su'dat ester, shebayom ahun etla haman. He says, on the second day of Pesach, when you have your Sa'uda, you should have an extra, you know, a kabana to remember today is the day that Haman got destroyed. Haman got killed. So the second day of Pesach, whenever we're in the synagogue, we usually make a derasha. When we're here in, in, in giving a derasha on Pesach, usually on the second day of Yom Tov, which is the second day, the 16th, we usually talk about Purim. And all our members say, Rabbi, what are you talking about Purim? Because the second day of Pesach is connected to Purim. That's when the Nesa Purim Happened. Okay, so that's already the Anusha of Rebiliao Bahur. There was a rabbi called the Rokeya, Nabi al Azad Megarmizia. He's one of the early Nishonim 
and he has tremendous dirashot in the sefer called Rokaya. If you get your hands on the book, uh, very, very, very precious, uh, precious sefer, the Rokaya. One of our members from uh, Muncie uh, uh, offered me uh, offered me this uh, sefer, the Rokaya. Recently, when I was speaking, they gave it the Rokaya Hala Torah, a beautiful uh, Jay Greenfield, great, great Sadiq of Muncie. He gave me the sefarim, and I'm very appreciative of it. I use it a lot. Anyway, the Rokaya says something like this. He counted how many Pesukim are in uh, Megillat Esther. And he counted 166 Pesukim. Okay. By the way, you see over here, the Gemara calls the Hachamim Sofri. Why are they called Sofri? Not because they're scribes, because they count. Now you would say, what are you wasting time for counting? Well, a lot of our members, they spend a lot of time counting their money, counting their valuables. So to the Hakamim, the Torah was more precious than, than the money. So they, they would count every word. They want to know how many, what, what is this asset worth? How much, uh, how many letters are there? So they kept 166 Pesukim in Megillat Esther. He says, it's the same amount of words in the two parashiyot that we read about Amalek. We're going to read on Purim Day, at the end of Beshalach, Vayavo Amalek. And those nine Pesukim is 119 words. We just read on Shabbat, Parashat Zachor, three Pesukim at the end of Parashat Kitetzeh, Zachor et Asher Asalecha Amalek, which has 47 words. So 119 plus 47 equals exactly 166. Tremendous uh, coincidence. That the 166 Pesukim and Megillat estate that talk about the downfall of Amalek is exactly the amount of words that we have in the two parashot in the Torah by Yavo Amalek and Zachor. 166 connected 166. That is incredible. But then he comes along and he says, there's also another place in the Torah that we have 166 words. And that is the chapter that we're reading today in the Tehillim. He says, chapter Kuf Lam Midvab, which we call Alela Gadol, also has 166 words. So obviously the Rokeya saw somewhere in this chapter, Purim, because he's saying it's the same DNA. It's the same number, 166 166, so there must be a Keshe. He tells you the Keshe. He says, because what was Haman called? Haman was called Isar Ve'oyev. So if you look at the Pesukim at the end, what does it say? Ve'yifrekenu mitzarenu. That Hashem brought a Purkan. He saved us from what? Mitzarenu. Husarenu. Isar Ve'oyev. Haman Azeh. And then after he saved us, we have the mitzvah basar, which is the next pasuk. So therefore, one leads to the other. And then basar represents purim. Therefore, there's a neighbor's of purim in the in the chapter. That's the kavanah you'd have at the end.
So he goes on to explain that there might be a deeper connection between Megillat Esther, Haman, Amalek, and the chapter that we have over here. Of course, there's nothing to talk, that's for sure. But there might be a deeper explanation. So we all know that Botai, that there's a kavanah that we have in the tefillah every single day, in Ahabat Olam. The Magen Avraham brings it down in Siman Samech from the Ariza, that you should have this kavanah. When we say at the end of Ahabat Olam, Vikeraftanu Malkenu, the Shemcha Hagadol. We talk about God's name being Shemcha Hagadol. Big name. So the Arizal said, What's the Kabana when you say, Vikeraftanu Malkenu, the Shemcha Hagadol? He says, There you should have Kabana that we're praying for the destruction of Amalek for his uh, ultimate uh, erasure. And when that happens, then God's name is going to be complete again, and it will be Gadol. Like we say, until Amalek is destroyed, so the name of God, Kibiachol, is incomplete. Like it says, Kiyad al As long as there's Milchama Ba'amalek, Hashem Ba'amalek, the name of God is Yudke. We say in the Kaddish, it Kadal it Kadal Shemer is Shem Ya Rabbah. We want the name of Ya to become great. When is that going to be? When we destroy Amalek. Then God's name is going to be Then the name of God will be Gadol at the time of Mehiyat uh, Amalek. If you remember in the parasha that we read this week in the Haftarah, uh, in the Haftarah, we read about the story of Shaul going out and waging war against Amalek. And if you remember when he came back and he brought back Agag. Anyway, if you look in the Pesukim over there, uh, in Perek Yudbet, Pesuk Chabet, so Shemuel Navi says, Ki lo yitosh Adonai et Amo ba'abur shemu ha'gadol ki ho'il Hashem la'asot etchem lo le'am. Shemuel promises God will never leave his nation. Ma'abur Shemu Agadol, on account of his great name. Because God began or he chose us to become his nation. So the great rabbi called Yehuda Ya'aleh, he has, he's one of the rabbis from Damascus. He wrote a simple called Yehuda Ya'aleh, the Yehuda Haim Kohen. He says a beautiful derashah in this pasuk. He said that Shemuel was saying that even though we didn't kill Amalek over here, but don't worry, because it's not going to leave us. Which means because he wants his name to become Gadol, that ultimately Amalek is going to be destroyed. And which letters of God's name is missing? Vavke. The Vavke is missing. And it says that God's chair is also not complete. Kiyad al Instead of saying kise, it says kes. So which three letters are missing? The letters vav here from yudke vavke, and the letter aleph from kise. My rabbi Akamaruk used to say over from the Maharsha, uh, ki bachar Adonai b'siyon 
that when God is going to choose Sion, when he builds the Beth HaMikdash, Iva lemoshavlo. The letters Iva, Aleph, Vav, He, lemoshavlo. He will put them back in their place. The Aleph will be put back in Kes, and the Vav, He will be put back in the Shem Yud Kevavke. Iva lemoshavlo. I heard from Rabbi Shlomo Ahmad, Chief Rabbi of Jerusalem, he said that we say every day in V'yatsiv v'nachon, after the Kedat Shema, Hu kayam, ushmo kayam, v'chison nachon. He said, who is he vav alef, is the three letters that we're missing. So he said, who kayam, when we get the who back, what's going to happen? Ushmo kayam, then God's name will be complete, v'chison nachon, and his chair will be complete. So that was going on, both things. Hu kayam, ushmo kayam, v'chison nachon. So the Bi Yehuda Ya'aleh said that the, the Prophet Shemuel said, Ki lo yitosh adonai amo, ba'amur shemua gadol, ki ho'il Hashem. He says, ho'il is otiyot, he vav alif, which is the three letters that we're missing, and then yud lamid says for li. Ho'il is otiyot, li hu. God says that when I destroy Amalek ultimately, li to me, I am going to get the hu. Ho'il, li hu. I'm going to get the three letters that we're going to be missing. Oh. Based on this Rabotai, we understand a Gemara in Pesachim. We didn't get to it yet in the Daf Yomi. We're going to get to it. And then you remember this Dirashah. Gemara Pesachim is on page 118. So the Gemara says over there, This chapter is called Halel Gadol. It's not so Gadol, by the way. It's only 26 Pesachim. So if you remember in the beginning of today's Tanasha, I told you, it could be called the Kalel Gadol because it's because, precisely because of that. Because it's 26 Pesukim and the Kadosh Baruch Hu's holy name is Shem Yud Kebabke, so therefore they call it Halel Gadol to miramez you that the Shem Kadosh is in this chapter. But the Gemara Pesachim says something else. Ve'lam manikra Shemu Halel Gadol Amar B'yohanan Le'penesh HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yoshev where do you see the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Shemu HaGadol, the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is that he supplies Parnasa and Mezonot to all his creation. That is a, a wondrous thing. We explained once, what does it mean, the word Gadol? Gadol represents, the government Vilna said, Something that is very high, but very low at the same time. A tree is gadol. It's high, but it also has its roots that are low. That's, we use the word gadol. As opposed to the word, for example, ram, that the Gaome Vilna explains to me something that is high, but is not low. For example, uh, the clouds. The clouds are ram, they're in the heaven, but they're not on earth. And therefore, he explained the pasuk to Gaon, Adonai besiyon gadol. To the Jewish people, we say God is gadol. He's in heaven, but his hashkaha, his divine providence is on earth. Veram Veram amin. To the goyim, God is ram. He's in heaven. He's high, but he's not low. We believe that God is also mashpili lirot. He lowers himself to look down. But that's why whenever you use the word gadol, Gadol represents that God is not only in the heavens, but God also is a mashpili l'rod God looks down from heaven. 
Gadol represents the Ashkaha. So the Gemara says, Halel Gadol is called that because in this chapter we talk about Noten Lechem Lechol Basar. God gives, it is that Pasuk that gives Halel its name. Because God is giving Panasar to everybody. What does that mean? That God knows the plight and the needs of all his creatures. If God was just Ram in heaven, so he doesn't know what's going on on earth. So people with the, where are they going to get Panasar? But here it says, no, God is uh, uh, God is Gadol. His presence is in heaven, but his Ashkaha is on earth. He gives Panasar to every creature, not only human beings, every single animal. Abotai, just think for a second, the, the power of Agnes Baruch Hu. If a person is having company, you're having 100 people over for Purim, how much preparation you have to do? How much you have to go buy? Just for one Sauda. And go ask your wives how much preparation goes into just making sure that for one Sauda, the people are satisfied. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is feeding billions and billions and billions of creatures every day, all day, from the beginning of the creation. He's catering the whole world. And that's coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We, all, we only know how Hashem gives us our Parnasah. And we all know the miracle of the Parnasah. And that represents, the Gemara says in Pesachim, why it's called Gadol. And the reason the Gemara says it's Kile Olam Chastor, because we know that the Torah was not given until G26. From the creation of the world, it took 26 generations before the Torah was given. Let's review it. From Adam to Noah is 10 generations. From Noah to Abraham is 10, is 10 generations. From Abraham to Moshe is six generations. So therefore, we had to wait 26 generations without the Zikhut of Torah. And God still sustained the world with Parnassah, even without the Zikhut of the Torah. And that's why there's 26 Pesukim connected the 26 generations before Matan Torah that God was Mephanes and Zan, the entire world. That already you see an extra key Olam Hasto. That after Matan Torah, it's still a chesim. At least we have a zikhut of Torah. But before Matan Torah, that's a tremendous chesim the Gemara says as well. Fine. Halel Gadol. So he comes along the Rav and he says something beautiful. He says something beautiful. What is the inyan of Haman and Asha? What's the inyan of Haman and Asha? Haman and Asha is loyal to the philosophy of his grandfather. His grandfather was Amalek, the original. And the Torah we read on Shabbat about Amalek is what? Asher Karecha. Karecha means he cools us off. Amalek is the one that comes along and says, there's no divine providence. Everything is happenstance. Everything is chance. If you went out to make business and you happen to get a good, uh, a good, a good sale, a good deal, you got lucky that day. It's got nothing to do with Akadosh Baruch Hu. Amalek comes along and says, if there's God, he's in the heavens. But don't think that God knows what's going on on earth, which means that's why Amalek goes against the Inyan of God. It's Gadol. That's what it means when we say if they break Hashem's name. Let me say it deeper. The name Yudke Vavke, the Mekubalim explain is Rashi Tevot. Yudke Vavke stands for what? Yismechu HaShamayim V'tagel Ha'aris. What does that mean? Yudke means Yismechu HaShamayim, God's glory is in heaven. Vavke means what? V'tagel Ha'aris. Which, what? That God's glory is on earth. Which two letters are missing? As long as Amalek is around, 
Levave. Amalek comes along and takes away the Betagela artist. They say, yeah, if there's Hashem, he's in the heavens, but he's got nothing to do with earth. When we come along and say that we want Hashem's name to be Gadol again, Gadol is the Pshat Betagela artist. that we come along and say that Hashem is on earth. And what's the proof, by the way? What's one of our proofs? Everybody knows the miracle how we make Parnassah. How often does it happen? A person needs a certain Parnassah. We pray to Kadosh Baruch Hu, and all of a sudden, Borei Olam brings the Berachah to the person. So from the Parnassah that a person makes, we see the Hashkacha. The guy has to pay a bill. And it's coming up too. Has to, I, you don't know how many times people come to me. They have to make a bar mitzvah, or they have to make a wedding. And all of a sudden, a check that they weren't expecting to get. Hey, you told me, people told me stories of checks that they didn't expect to get. But when they needed it, bing, the check came all of a sudden. I have stories as well uh, that when I was making Simachot uh, 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 and uh, I was short and all of a sudden people came with certain funds that they, oh, we owe you this. I gave up on it already. No, I decided, now you decided to pay me. He knows exactly what he's doing. And you see the hashkaha clearly in front of those businessmen that go to work. They see it on a clearly a daily basis, the, 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 the divine providence. You see the name of a Kadosh Baruch Hu Gadol, specifically in the Patnasa, in the Midbar, for sure. In the, if you live in the Midbar, which we didn't, you see the man coming down every day. The man came down every day exactly what they needed. Uh, 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 miracle of miracles. Can anybody deny that Hashem is not Mashkiach, uh, that God is not watching the earth? Ask yourself a question. How come the man only fell in the Midbar? There was no man in... Uh, falling in New York City in the times of the Midbar because there were no people living there. Nobody needed it. <coughs> Miracle. Only in the place where the Jews needed it, in the Midbar, that's where, and once they finished in the Midbar, it stopped. What does that show you? That the Kadosh Baruch obviously knows who's where, what their needs are, and it falls exactly in a timely fashion. That's the Yan of Gadol. Amalek comes along and says, no. Amalek comes along and tries to undo the Yan of this, uh, this concept. Oh, so based on this sabotai, we can understand this chapter. This chapter comes along and says, what? What's Vayifrekenu Mitzarenu? You saved us from Haman. Haman's derek is to come and tell us what? Nah, there's no Ashkacha. Everybody's on their own. Not, not, nothing is nothing is is, 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 is is divine, nothing is organized, nothing is orchestrated from heaven. And we come along and say, no, you're wrong. The fact that God gives us the man, that's the antithesis of, of, of Isar Be'oyeh. That's why it's called Halela Gadol. Halela Gadol, because God gives us the Panasah, the, exactly the shame that, 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 that Haman was trying to undo. And that's why it says, Hodol that we come with the praise to the God in heaven, that the God in heaven actually has his providence on earth. That God is not only the El Shamayim, that we say that God also, which means, although it's Hodol El Shamayim, but to the Olam Hasto, his kindness is to the Olam, which is below. And therefore, it works perfectly, this chapter. And that's why when it says in the Sefer of Eliyahu, Bahur, Haman mina Torah minayin, where is Haman from the Torah? That's the, that's the antithesis of Haman and Asha. Haman and Asha says, God's name is not Gadol. God's not Mashkiah. 
And we say, you fool. Lashon nofil al lashon. It's the same lashon. God gave us the man. How can you say God's not mashkiah? How can you say it's a coincidence? How can you say that for 40 years, the only time in history, when there was millions of Jews in that location, that's the only time the man fell? Besides the fact that the man itself was a miracle. So the, the man is the, the proof against that man and Asha. And again, like we say, and what's the proof of Therefore, Halela Gadol is the Mizmor of Purim as well. This chapter of Otai is the Mizmor of Purim because it, it reminds us of the Ashkacha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Yiridat Haman is more al Hashkacha Pirati. Which exactly Haman's uh, 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 doesn't 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 accept. Based on this, there's a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara says, and we learned this in Yisod Besodesh Abuda the other day. Mutai, this is not the only class that we give during the week. This evening, there's a lot of other classes that we offer. I recommend that you go on iTorah and listen, because a lot of these classes they commingle with each other. There's a lot of uh, you know connections between them. In the previous shurim that we said in Yesod Beshoresh, we said that they want you, the Gemara asks, why don't we say Halel on Puri? It's the Gemara's question in Megillah. It's a holiday. Every holiday is Halel. So what does the Gemara answer? We do say Halel on Puri. The Megillah is there. The Megillah is the Halel. Side point. The Yesod Beshoresh says, what do you mean? There's not one praise in there. The, hale, the Megillah is a story. There's no praise. How can you, how can you call it a Halel? Where's the praise? There's not one Gadol, Gibon, Nora. No praising. So he says, that's why you have to know to be your Tzim Megillah correctly, the praise has to be in your heart. That every time you get to one of the fantastic parts of the Megillah, you have to say in your brain, you have to add the Halel. That's the secret ingredient. You must add the Halel to the Megillah. Because the Gemara says, Kriyata Zuhalila. The Me'iri, one of the Rishonim, says, and what if a person cannot read the Megillah on Puri? For whatever reason, he doesn't have a kosher Megillah, he's away. So he says, then you have to read Halel. Because <laughs> the Kriya is to take care of the obligation of Halel. Now, if you're not going to read the Megillah, you have to say Halel. Good. So he brings down from a shoot called Kanaf Ranana from Rabbi Natan Nata Landau. So he says, which Halil? The Me'idi didn't say which Halil to say. He says you have to say Halil. So he says Halil Agadol, which is a tremendous Hidush, which means. I mean, I would have said the regular halal that we say on the holidays. He writes, the kavanata mi'iri enos yomar halal mitzri, which is the other halal. Elalei gadol. And he writes, bigger hadush, ve'od shegambi memor dechai be'ester, kodem shetiknu lekrota megillah, before they made the takana to read the megillah, karu be'purim halal gadol. How does he know it? The Menhat Yitzhak writes on this and says, I don't know what he's talking about. Where did he get Alela Gadol? The Chaura, it should be the regular Alela Mitzri, the regular Alela, the regular that we said in the holidays. But based on what we just learned now, 
that the Rokeah told us there's 166 Pesukim in Megillat Esther, and there's 166 words in this chapter. So you see that these chapters are connected. Therefore, it's either Megillat Esther, 166 Pesukim of those, or the 166 words of Halega, but not only the connection in the amount of words of Pesukim, the topic. What does that do with Purim, you ask? That's the of the man, Haman, 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 which is the antithesis of the Hashkafa. And therefore, therefore, the Pesukim at the end, at least, clearly are alluding to the Nyan of Purim. So therefore, he wanted to say that if you don't have a Megillah, you should read this. I recommend, Rabotai, once we know this Kabana at the Saudat Purim, you should read Halil Gadol Lepa'od. Why not? In order to give praise to Kadosh Baruch Hu and say over the Kabanot. Nonetheless, Rabotai, we see another secret that's laid in, not only in the words of the Tehillim, but David HaMelech, look at the Kabanot he had. When he wrote this chapter, he counted the words. It wasn't random. He made sure that this chapter would have 166 words because he knew he had to put it on the same grid as the Megillat Esther. And lucky, like, we have a rabbi like the Rokeya that was able to decode. Uh, as a matter of fact, the great Manota Levi was Rabbi Shlomo uh, Elkabetz. He is so amazed by this. He says, at the end of his perush uh, and the Megillah, the Kama Sameach Levi Vayagel Kevodi, Bedevnei Hasid Hakadosh Levi Elazam Egarmiza Shefli Lichtov Kematriot Vereshumot Laamid Devera Botenu Verei Adhecha Negiya Midat Hasiduton Ledrosh Haserim Umeriim Betamim Nekodot Besparim Minyanim VeKatab Besuva Megillah Kuf Samichvav Pesukim Megillah Keneged Kuf Samichvav Tevod Parashat Yevam That Manut says I don't believe it. Such a genius that's able to connect the Chapters, and once you understand the connection between the chapters, you understand obviously the Perek and you understand the Hag on a deeper level. Yiratzon, we should be Zocher to the Pesukim, we frekenu metzarenu, kino lam haston, not the lechem nechol basak, kino lam haston, which have panasa be shepa, is good to shemot and a hint in that pasuk as well. And then, of course, Odole la shamayim, kino lam haston be Zocher, to Ismoa shamayim, the Tagila Ares, amen. Amen.